Do you have a bully inside your head telling you that you're not good enough? Do you lean towards self-defeat? Do you have trouble believing in yourself? And are you dying to learn how to become the perfect version of you? A you that you dream about? If you answered yes, then you're like me, and this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast, where we discuss self-esteem, worthiness, and transformation through a gay lens. I'm your host, Jeremy Long, and I want to share my journey with you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Journey to Worthy podcast. Uh, This is a sort of an interim week, so I'm actually going to give you a bit of a mini episode, I suppose. We're going to call this Three Things. So three things that are going on for me or three concepts that I just want to talk about briefly. And the reason that this is happening is because I'm actually recording this week actually out of town for work. I am riding the rails. I work on a passenger train in the in Canada traveling through the Rocky Mountains for anyone that didn't know. So I have actually been very busy and that's one of the things that I want to talk to you about today because as uh, many of you have experienced throughout your lives, sometimes things get busy and sometimes you feel like you're sort of thrown out of balance when it comes to the things that are important to you. So this week's episode called Three Things. The first thing I'd like to talk to you about is uh, my time that I that I experienced during my viewing of Eckhart Tolle. So I attended the Eckhart Tolle talk and Eckhart Tolle was, he was great. He had a lot of insight into consciousness and being present in the moment and basically just being able to, I guess, let go of some of the pain uh, that we experience when we're going through our lives. So he talked a lot about being able to separate our emotions from our current existence. He said a lot, he talked a lot about how unhappiness will always come. Challenges always show up. You'll lose a job or a partner or you'll go through money problems or you just have down days. And the problem is that a lot of people are addicted to worrying. He talked a lot about that. And I totally identify with that. I totally relate to that. And so some of these, you know, these events, they cause a level of unhappiness. But what he talked about was a lot of it is just caused by our own brain, our own experience. So what I just loved and what I'll leave you with when it comes to uh, what Eckhart Tolle talked about when it comes to unhappiness is that you are not your thoughts. If you have a bunch of thoughts running around in your head, worrying, or, you know, sometimes I have assumed the worst is going to happen in a situation based on my own sort of negative mindset. And sometimes it just happens almost subconsciously. And suddenly I realize that I'm dwelling on something that hasn't even happened or has happened, but it's actually not that big of an issue. And so for me, uh, the skill that he left us with that I really find useful now is if a situation comes up in your life and you're overwhelmed, you're unhappy, you know, you've got really strong feelings towards something, what you need to do is come to your senses. And literally that term has never meant so much to me. The term come to your senses, I never thought really much about that term. What he means by it is that Imagine this situation without the feelings attached to them. So whatever you're experiencing at this very moment, whether it's stressful, whatever it is, imagine that you could just be in this moment without the feelings that you're currently having. So what do you do? 
You come to your senses. You let go of the feelings. Maybe it's anger towards your partner for not doing blank. And what you do is you come to your senses. So currently, I'm in a hotel room. So what are my senses? I'm smelling uh, dinner because someone's barbecuing outside. I'm hearing myself because I'm recording this podcast. I'm feeling the bed because I'm sitting on the bed. I'm seeing the, the room. I'm seeing some lamps, a television, and two beds in this room. So literally, you go through this process of coming to your senses. And it takes you outside of your brain just long enough to at least have a reprieve from that intense feeling that sometimes I can be over-consumed by. So that's the first thing. Come to your senses. And that's definitely my biggest takeaway from Eckhart Tolle. And even if it doesn't happen totally or fully, or even if it doesn't happen for very long, at least you've gone through that process of being present in this moment and allowing some of that unhappiness to slip away, even if just for a short time. So that's been um, my current, basically, awakening when it comes to just being present in the moment. And uh, my last interviewee, um, Paul, last week, he talked a lot about being present in the moment. And sometimes it's just about noticing things in your surroundings. And I know that people have talked about just sort of being present and listening to what's around them, but really coming to your senses. That's been really working for me. So three things. So thing number two, partially... I have been thrown off my balance. I had a routine that I had going when I wasn't back working on my seasonal job on this train. And so I was sort of, you know, content with I was going to yoga. I was going to the gym. I had a regular schedule. Now that's changed significantly. And I work quite a few hours every week. And so I'm away. So after work on the train, I often have worked 12 to 16 hour days. And so to get off the train and try to imagine focusing on content, for example, or looking for insight or talking to people about interviews for the podcast. Sometimes that's honestly being shifted aside because I need rest. And on my days off on the weekends, I have to try to pack in quite a lot. So it's it's a shift in my life. It's a shift in my uh, taking on responsibility and being accountable to myself. And so, for example, this week, I have not had an interview uh, that I wanted to post this week. So what I did was I pivoted to wanting to talk to you just about what's going on for me and my experience in my life right now. And so the biggest lesson there is to just be able to basically just pivot. It's about working with that imbalance and going with it, which leads actually into... Uh, a little bit about self-care. I mean, the imbalances that we face in life when suddenly we're working extra hours because maybe our boss needs us to, or suddenly our schedule shifts completely, we get a new job, or all of these different things. So imbalance is inevitable. There you go. Imbalance is inevitable. So what do I have to do? I have to take care of myself. I made sure that I scheduled in some time for me. I know that everyone's heard this before, especially if you listen to self-help podcasts. Schedule me time. Schedule. If you love yoga, you need to schedule yoga. If you love the gym, you need to schedule the gym. So what I've been doing is I've been hitting the hotel gym when I'm away out of town. So that's been working with that imbalance. I've been making sure that I go to yoga when I am in town. I make sure that I hit the meetings that I need to hit to connect with my social group and my community when I am in town. So when you're busy, you need to make time, even if it's just a small amount of time. 
And so this also leads into thing number three. So thing number three is all about intuition. So I do volunteer coaching for a gay clinic in Vancouver. And what I had to do this weekend was I got to attend a seminar where we have bi-monthly seminars and we talk about different topics when it comes to coaching. And this week's topic was all about intuition and how to trust intuition. And so I really took a lot from it because A, I got to be around some peers where we're all talking about how we can be better coaches, which is amazing, by the way. If you're ever in a role where you can work with other people in the same role and talk about how to make your position better and be more thorough and how to increase your skills, any kind of mastermind group, I fully support. But one of the major takeaways for me was all about intuition. So basically knowing that something's right or it isn't. And this is something that I've had a really struggle with, a really big struggle with in my life. Not knowing how to just trust that something feels right or it doesn't. For example, I don't always feel like I've made the best choices when it comes to who I end up in relationships with. Or how to know what to do in a career. For example, I've graduated from a degree in criminology and now I'm fulfilling myself through other avenues outside of that original dream and that original plan. So I'm trusting my intuition that what's next is what's right. And that comes with a gut feeling. And sometimes the gut feeling tells me not to do something and I have to trust it. You can't justify making decisions if they're really against what your gut's telling you. So the thing with that is too, sometimes sometimes something feels right and logically I think, okay, I should not be doing this or I shouldn't be hanging out with this person. And something in my gut tells me that I should, that there's a reason for this. And in my life, honestly, I've had to trust that instinct and that gut feeling. And it's like a knowing, a deep knowing inside of you that if it's telling you something, you need to listen. So in yoga, you might call that your inner yogi that's giving you a message. And so what I picked up when I was in Bali and traveling abroad, when it comes to trusting your gut and your tuition, is that you need to ask the question of what should I do in this situation? And for some of you, that might be around praying to a higher power or just turning it over to the universe or even just asking it out loud. Maybe it's asking yourself, asking this question. And then you need to give that thought and that energy and and let it go. And so for me, it's about being quiet and meditating. I've asked the question and now I need to be quiet and wait for the answer. So that is how I trust my intuition these days. I ask for guidance or I ask a question and then I listen and listen carefully. And suddenly, suddenly out of nowhere, I have the exact answer. Now, the next step is harder, and we'll talk about that on another episode, but it's about following your intuition and actually acting on it instead of just sitting there and waiting for life to happen to you because I've also been guilty of that. If I have a gut feeling and I'm not following it, that's something that I'm not being congruent with what I really want and what I really value in my life. So this episode has been three things. First thing, come to your senses when you're experiencing any kind of stress or anxiety literally come to your senses. Go through the motions. What am I seeing? What am I hearing? What am I smelling? Come to your senses. 
The second, imbalance is inevitable. So you have to be ready for it when it shows up. You also have to take care of yourself and schedule the things that matter. And number three, trust your intuition. Ask for guidance and listen for that intuition because everyone has it. There's a feeling inside of you that tells you it's something that just is the right thing to do. And there is specific skills that we'll talk about and how to get more in touch with that intuition in future episodes as well. Thank you very much. And I am back out on the rails here and I will catch up with you next week when I've got a lovely interview with uh, someone very important. So please tune in next week.